Hello everyone, welcome to a new week and another episode of the New Dimension podcast. This month we are treating the series Once Saved, Forever Saved, Myth or Truth. For those that are joining in or listening in for the first time, my name is Adeninji Koinsola and I'm your beautiful host. So last week we had Pastor Simeolaya come talk to us and he talked about the fact that if you claim to love God, and we are still doing things that would deliberately hurt God, then we need to check your salvation. So this week, we have another special guest minister. And I'm sure that, in fact, he's going to be dropping some hot, hot rima for us. So if you're excited and eager to know who he is, join us right after this short interlude. Hello, guys. So I have with me here our second guest minister is a man of god as expected in person of minister emmanuel Mumohi. oh he's also a um, minstrel i is minstrel they call it now yes his voice people hear his voice anyway let's leave that one for later so good afternoon sir nice to meet you hello good afternoon everyone and i'm happy to be here i'm glad to be here so the topic is once saved forever saved and you are going to be sharing your opinions and your views on it and, you know, teaching us too. So let's hear what you have to say, sir. Okay, so once saved, forever saved has been uh, a, a topic that has been in contention for a long time. You know, they ask, are we really saved eternally? You know, meaning if I sin or if I do anything wrong, my salvation is still intact and all of that. Well, my, my perspective to that is that um, from inception, God had a plan to save humanity after the fall of Adam. And it was never God's intention to save man for a while. So, um, you know, the Bible says in John three sixteen that for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's the life of God. And the life of God is not time bound the life of god is a forever life you know so god has um, a plan for us to to be saved forever you know but there's a clause because god gave man a choice you know and through our decisions we can either do or undo god's plan for example you know he gave he told adam in the garden to eat certain um, fruits from the tree and he told him that for a particular tree do not eat the, the tree of the knowledge of, um, of good and evil right mm-hmm. that's it yeah so for God to have given that instruction it means that God expects Adam to by with his own will obey you know and disobedience always has consequence actually because God told Adam that if you um, if you eat of these fruits, you shall die. So when the tempter came, and the essence of Satan is to test our level of obedience and yieldedness to God. So when the tempter came, he asked Adam, if, if rather, he asked if some questions, and if engaged Satan in a conversation. The difference between the temptation of if and the temptation of Jesus was that Jesus replied with the word of God, 
or if engaged in the conversation. Every time you converse with Satan, he will win you because he is more ancient in wisdom. He's older than you so and ancient in knowledge. He, he knows how to, yes, so he knows how to get into your mind. Just shun him with the word. When he came to Jesus, he told Jesus and said, he said, if you are the son of God, turn stone to bread. Jesus did not say, I'm not the son of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who, who do you think you are? Jesus said, it is written, Kyakya, man shall not live by bread alone. If Adam, or if Eve had replied, God said this, 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 he would have, you know, find another route because his intention is to steal dominion from man, which God gave him. You know, and that was why he, he rebelled against God in heaven and fell. That's story from that day. So, if God gives an instruction, disobedience always has consequence. It was not God's intention for man to fall, but man fell, and the whole story was changed. So God now had to find a remedial plan. You know, salvation is a remedial plan, a solution to a problem. You know, so the same thing. And you know, Jesus is a second Adam, actually, and we all know that. Um, the life of the lamb or the sacrifice for sin is the life is the what's the word now Blood. no is the life of is how long um what was paid for would last so when they were killing lambs um lambs in the bible in the old testament when you kill a lamb the, um, the instruction was kill a one-year-old lamb so that their sins will be forgiven for one year and then they will kill and down the following year down the following year so when jesus had to come jesus was an eternal jesus does not jesus was not was not born by any man bible yeah. says that the the, the, the holy, holy ghost the yes conceived by the holy spirit you know so jesus does jesus has eternal life you know so because he's the sacrifice our salvation is eternal that's god's plan but you see god god gave us a will god gave us um he gave us a choice and that's why if you study the, the the writings of Paul, you will see where Paul would, would write things like, you know, do not sin. You see where Paul writes things like, um, shall a man continue in sin and expect grace to abound? God forbid. What, what does it mean when he says God forbid, actually? What it means is that it can't be. You can't keep sinning and expect that the grace of God will still be. What that scripture means is that if you keep sinning, the grace, sorry, the grace of God, it would, you know, God's mercy is very available. He always tries to bring us, to bring us back. But if you keep sinning, because you have a will, if you have a will, and you can use your will to unserve God, to deserve God, if there's a word like that, to deserve God, if you have been serving Him before, you know. Let me read the scripture in Hebrews 5. Um, time, okay. Hebrews 5, verse 9, just verse 9. Paul writing, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all men that obey him. I read again, and being made perfect, he became the author. So Jesus became perfect and he became the author, the author of eternal salvation. So that's the word. He authored eternal salvation, but it is to all of them that obey him. So whether you remain in faith or not, or not is dependent on your consistent obedience obedience is the word and that's why that scripture says that you have to work out our salvation salvation has to be worked out Mm. salvation has to if you repent now and you die now 
of course there's no there's no room to work anything out so you are saved but if you if you still have time to live we are free in christ but our freedom is still within the boundary our freedom is within the boundaries of the word of god instructions from god we have to live according to the laws and principles of god so there's no freedom to do anything you like and and if you are truly saved the holy spirit becomes activated in your life it, it comes to live in you and guess what it says it's called the holy spirit not a good spirit not a love spirit not a an handsome spirit the word was carefully chosen holy spirit because holiness is the nature of god the bible says god is glorious in holiness Hebrew, um, exodus 15 11 the glory of God cannot be separated from His holiness. God is glorious in holiness. So, holiness is the nature of God. So, you cannot keep misbehaving. That's why Paul said you cannot continue in sin and expect grace. You can't continue sinning and expect glory to remain. It can't. Same way he said God is fearful in praises. Every time you praise God, God's enemies are scared. You get So, these words are chosen carefully so that we don't, we don't think that God is one... Um, one do something and then you can do anything you like and no god is god is just bible says righteousness and um righteousness righteousness and judgment are the foundation of his throne that was where the psalmist put it righteousness and judgment are the foundation of his throne so god is righteous and god is just god is righteous and god is just he would never bend his standards god has a consistent character all through scripture both old and new testament that's his character of holiness that nature is consistent throughout scripture of course there are people who say um you are once saved is forever saved doesn't matter what you do no it is not true you can't be living in disobedience and expect grace to abound mm-hmm. of course not you get and i already explained to you i already explained to you that um of course god has, god has an intention that we are saved forever but the difference is about choices our choices can either bring us out or keep us in. So this is my, my perspective of, of this subject. Okay, so um, let me give an illustration now. Okay. Um, I love Christ. I'm serving him and okay. everything. And all of a sudden, something happens. I start acting out and doing whatever I want. And the Holy Spirit keeps convicting me. And I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, and I'm just, I'm sure I'm doing things the way I please. Okay. Doesn't mean that maybe by the time I want to now come back, I have to like now give my life to Christ all over again, or what? Welcome back, guys. So now, um, Minister Emmanuel is going to answer my previous question. Okay. So, hello, everyone. Um, so we're talking about um once forever state so she asked the question and then from from the story in adam in genesis when god gave adam that instruction god told adam not to do not to eat of the of the of the fruit something man has an inherent nature it is what god says we should not do that we always want to do the moment god says eats all the food in this house but don't don't eat from the white plate 
immediately your I eyes. I think it's not just God. It's something that something that everybody. If you're like, if your mommy says you know, don't, don't touch something, yeah, you want to know you why want to know and why. you want to touch it. So and it's it's in nature tied to our flesh, you know, and that's why we always like to explore the flesh. Man is very creative when it comes to exploring the flesh. A young boy can sit down and just be thinking of how to, you know, steal, fornicate or do anything. Man is cre- very creative in, in sinning. Because of this nature, that's why we have to consistently yield ourselves to God. So if that person is having rising and, rising and falling issues, the solution to that person is yielding yourself more to the Holy Spirit, which is the life you have received. You have to learn to yield yourself to this life you have received. Because it's a new life. You have to learn how to live. You know, the way God has fashioned us to live. And coming back now, you know, illustratively, let's uh, talk about the prodigal son. The prodigal son was in his father's house and classic example of a son that went away and came back home. He wanted after the, all his... In, after money, actually, because when you have exhausted the flesh, when you have done everything you want to do, <laughs> that you feel like... Has and has you. shown you, Pepe, you now come back and say, Lord, I'm sorry. You know, so he went for a while and after spending and you know wasting time wasting resources of course god is always waiting for you at home he always wants you to come back home he's always waiting for you and you don't have to come home begging him lord please i'm sorry please because he loves you that's it he loves you eternally you know he loves you eternally so every time you come back look at the words of the prodigal son first of all he came to himself you know that's the point of knowing that you've done something wrong and then instead tracing his tail back so when you go back home instead explain to his father daddy you know i don't worry you know that said don't worry just you know but so it is not really about what you say to god when you sin you know if if for example you lie now it is not about you coming to coming together and say lord i just lied you know it is about your willingness to change your willingness to repent because repentance is a change in heart not just talking you know if i should beat coin solar here now <laughs> if i beat that now and i want to repent there's a place for saying oh coin solar i won't beat you again and, and there's a place for me not beating her again i can tell her that i won't beat you again and as i'm saying i won't beat you again i'm giving her another hot slap <laughs> you know <laughs> so it means that I've said this, but I've not really changed. I've not decided to change. And there are other people that don't say anything. They just say, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm really sorry for beating you. You know? And then they won't be there again. But there are others that will say, I won't see if I beat you again, let me die. Just so you know, <laughs> if anybody should beat me, God beat you me. Just so you know. You get. So that is it. That is it, actually. There's always a coming back home. But you must come back home to change. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect God to. God is not stupid now. Even you to say, if I should do something to you and I keep coming back and I keep doing the same thing, if I keep stabbing you on the same spot at your back, ah, uh-uh, would, would you one day just choke me knife or something? And hashtag goes, toxic relationships. <laughs> hashtag is gonna change. <laughs> so I think that um, this is everything that Minister Emmanuel has to say, right, yeah, sir? Actually, so today. We learned that it's not just about going back and it's not what you say when you are going back, but it's about actually having a repentant heart and willing to change. So for someone out here listening to this, I'm here to tell you that regardless of what you've done, 
what you are still going to do because the people have coconut head god still loves you and he still wants you back home but you cannot keep you, you can't abuse that fact the fact that god loves you you now go and start using it to be doing it run up and down saying that god will come back and forgive you please don't stress my father so if you are one of those people that think that you've messed up so badly and he's not going to forgive you that's the devil lying to you god is completely intentional about you just just go and meet him and tell him you are sorry <sighs> so we've come to the end of this week's episode i know you people miss my voice so you know be hearing my voice constantly but don't worry very soon i'll be back i'll be back fully we say a big thank you to minister emmanuel for taking time out of his very busy schedule and actually honoring thank our invitation i pray that god continues to honor you in jesus Amen. name Amen. so i love you guys so very much jesus loves you more and have a blessed week